to episode three of No Pants Required, and thanks for joining. I'm your host, X3C. Today's episode, we're talking about stocks to own for life. In particularly, we're going to be talking about 10 dividend stocks that I'm following and why am I following those stocks. Uh, my recent focus on growth portfolio and my dividend portfolio, I do want to differentiate the two portfolios and talk a little bit more about you know, why I think those are important. Um, what are dividend aristocrats? Reinvestment into my dividends plan and thinking about a monthly contribution plan into both my dividends and um, growth portfolios. I want to expand both. Um, currently, they are doing really well. Um, however, you know, I think the name of the game here is longevity and um, consistency. So um, for full disclosure, <laughs> I am not a financial expert. I'm just sharing my perspective here on the channel. Um, I have a lot of friends um, who are quasi, I guess you could say, experts. You know, I seek information from people all the time. And on future episodes, I would like to bring some of those individuals on to the No Pants Required podcast and just talk about the different experiences that, that they have, offer some of the suggestions that they think are um, a way to move forward in, in their financial um, futures and how they build those portfolios. Also, um, want to talk about some of these stocks and it just in general, I do own some of these stocks for full disclosure. Um, however, you know, some of these I don't own, um, and I will talk about these three pillars that I believe, which, which is important, you know, for anyone who's investing money to have some sort of belief system on what they're investing in and why they're investing in it. Obviously we won't, we're not throwing money blindly at, um, you know, speculative uh, stocks out there are following some fads that, you know, that are on some social media site. So, you know, we definitely not want, uh, want to avoid that as much as possible. All right. So uh, let me talk about Robinhood real quick and my experience with investing. Not long-time investor, again, maybe doing this maybe for about two years, three years max. Um, I do have portfolios, stock portfolios in both Robinhood and E-Trade. Uh, E-Trade started my first stock experience back when the platform was charging um, $6.99 a commission. And currently they switched all that over to free. Thank you, Robin Hood, for that. Um, but so in E-Trade experience, you know, I was just like, I wanted to invest in, in into Facebook. This was, I believe, back in 2018. And it could have actually been before that. But I jumped on the Facebook stock at around... 30 something, maybe $39 a share plus the commission and other fees that was associated. So I paid about $51 for Facebook stock. And at the time I really wanted to get more, um, some health issues popped off, you know, so I had to take that money and use for other, other, other purposes. However, you know, I still wanted to have some part of the company cause I did believe in Facebook. So I started off, purchased it, shares $51 in total. Also jumped on maybe a year after that, purchased one share of Tesla. Reason why I'm explaining this is because you know I started off with companies I believe in, and like I said earlier, there are three pillars that I will talk about a little bit later that I believe you know is very important into investing in, in when you invest in the stock market. So I purchased Tesla um, maybe a year after the Facebook shares for about $190 per share. This is before the split in August of 2020, and so. You know, I have two stocks in this account under 250 bucks enjoying it, right? Um, it's a just start my life off and owning into companies that I really believe in. 
And so today, <laughs> you know, I can say because of that early investment into that, uh, both of those companies, you know, I have a, a large success rate um, of return. And so I'm just going to pull it up here. It is about... <laughs> 2,258% return. You guys figure out what that total number is. <laughs> but 2,258% return off of those two shares. Reason why I'm talking about that today is because through my experience, you know, I started learning more. I started asking questions from friends. I started following a lot of YouTubers and other podcasters. You know, I get a lot of information from those sources. Um, and just in general, talking to people, researching, understanding not trying to be a day trader. You know, I'm not an expert here. I'm I'm not even suggesting that anyone who's listening today become a day trader. I mean, that that is something I think is um beyond the intermediate level, more advanced levels. You know, so when I'm talking about in investment, it's about in this particular episode, stocks to own for life. I'm really suggesting that, you know, you take a look at sitting money aside into a savings account and gaining fractions of 1% of interest compounded monthly over a year's time, you know, it's, is it really, you know, worth it? You know, so a lot of investors talk about staying ahead of inflation. Um, and annual inflation or inflation in general, you know, can range from different percentage points, 1%, 1 1.7%, 2%, 3%, whatever the you know, inflation rates are at that time. So your money should at least in terms of um, return on investment should at least stay on parallel or above inflation. And so that is a concept I try to mimic all the time when I'm thinking about like whether I want to invest into the stock market or not. And so um, shortly after that, I decided, you know, let me get into this Robin Hood game, right? Sh uh, Investing in Robinhood is completely free. Um, pretty much all of them are pretty much free now. But at that time, you know, it was Robinhood was really pushing the free uh, transactions um, experience. And I really enjoyed the platform. I know they get a lot of flack for some of the things and activities that has happened over the past year or so. But I can tell you, you know, the Robinhood experience for me has been wonderful because of the simplicity of the platform, right? Throwing money in, throwing money out. Now, again, I'm not a big crypto um, investor, and so I can see the, the crypto wallet, which Robinhood is working on and, and, and want to release sometime, hopefully soon. Um, but there are other games out there, you know, uh, fintechs that really push the crypto uh, wallets, if you will. But with my Robinhood experience is really, I really started getting into thinking about stocks and thinking about growing my money outside of of um just a general savings account so example you know um a few years uh maybe about a year and a half ago i took a, a certain amount of money out of my savings account i'll just tell you it's about ten thousand dollars out of my savings account and i say you know i'm going to go all in on two companies again there are three pillars i haven't said them yet but there are three pillars that i really believe in at least initially when i'm thinking about investing into stocks and i saw so i said okay i can take and leave my 10 grand in this savings account and make 0.45% <laughs> less than 1% of interest compounded monthly 
and and in in annual league it's, it's what less than 50 bucks that i would gain on interest um because of the the small percentage of interest that that my current bank is offering for this particular savings account and you know so i decided you know what let's just take some of the money out invest it in robin hood and i did and i can tell you a year and a half later a year and a half later june 2020 i have 90 percent return on that investment 90 percent almost double my investment that i put into robin hood almost a year and a half ago now this is not the experience of everybody right but it's the experience of me and i want to share that with everybody and i want to have a discussion with uh, those who are alive um here on the platform just want to give you guys a shout out as well and a little hopefully you guys can hear this little clap clap <laughs> all right so um there are you know uh, not one way to invest into the stock market but i can tell you guys you know i think it is important to let your money make money for you as much as it can right and i'm not saying try to get rich out there you know but over time you can right but start somewhere um, i had a conversation earlier with a friend um who who was um somewhat risk averse and and i could be that way as well and i i told the story about when we were considering refinancing our home and how the prospective lender was not including my our stock portfolio as liquid asset and i was like wait a minute this is this is our money we invested our money into this platform we can get it out and have the money within a few you know days and so it did give me a little bit pause like whether this is liquid money this is my money this is assets right now it's not realized gains until you actually you know sell those shares however you know the potential to liquidate is there right and so i really um was a little bit apprehensive but the the premise of this episode i really want to share and have you guys join the ride with me um this particular strategies i'm going to talk about today is something i want to do for a minimum of one year and i want to see the success rate of you know me starting it out and where it's going to go hopefully you guys can join along the ride on your own specific journeys and figure out you know ways that you can implement some of these things or even teach me something that i can change up on um not looking to get rich money and i are not like um i'm not one of those people who want to hoard money and you know and, and money drives my life that is not the case you know i believe in a balance right there needs to be you know sustainability lifestyle you know having money left over for family or kids um not my kids because i don't have any and we have no desire to have any <laughs> but uh you know leaving money for family members or friends if if you will or even just leaving money to the community but you know i'm you know have i think i i believe i have a really good balance of um being able to save money that's you know appropriate for what i need for my my lifestyle but also you know live off of right travel and do things um you know we all going to perish from this planet at some point and we can't take it with us so not saying go out there and spend it all either but you know having a, a well-balanced approach to money i think makes sense you know i know some people who don't have that you know and they really are 
money crazy and money drives their world. Granted, everyone's money situation is different, right? So I'm not judging or talking down or negatively about someone's financial um, um, experience or where they are right now. But I'm just suggesting to you guys, you know, it, have that balance, I think is really more important than just gaining money and, and, and hitting the, uh, the targets, right? So um, right before I get really into the episode, I do want to talk about a quickie here about Facebook and Amazon. And this is going to sound a little bit weird, right? Because I'm, I get it. We're in capitalism in America and, um, you know, companies bottom line really is to make money. And not only that is to show improvement quarter over quarter, year over year, period over period performance. Right. And so there's a bunch of different indicators that are out there that can, uh, that these financial institutions and they have their analyses and their indicators that, you know, could tell you suggest, if you will, because no one knows where the stock market is going to go. There is not an exact science to this. That is not like if you see a, a headline that talk about it, get rich here. You know, this is maybe their strategy that they use and it worked for them, but they may not tell you everything, like how much money they actually invested in it. Right. And so when I think about like these companies, for example, um, Amazon recently um, had the earnings call and they made one hundred and eleven billion dollars this last quarter and <laughs> it missed experts um it missed the target that was set by the experts right and experts are the investment companies out there right um they set the targets right and amazon also set their own targets but amazon missed it but guess how much money they made they made 110 billion yet the stock took a little bit of a dip right so it's almost like it's never good enough for the shareholders like you're making money out here these companies are making billions of dollars and I get it, right? You do want the companies to make money, right? I mean, not all companies are Amazon, maybe just, you know, a small startup company, right? And so it could be a little bit contradictory, you know, I get it, right? But, and I really want uh, you guys to understand when you're thinking about investing to the stock market or you starting off for the first time or you already in it and if you stagnant, you, you're looking for a new perspective or a new way um, to invest, you know, don't get caught up on a company necessarily losing money for a quarter. Um, you know, there are other factors to consider, to be honest. Um, uh, looking at Facebook as well, you know, there's been some justifiable if um, negative news hitting Facebook. And so I'm not saying this is what Facebook did, but it is very um, coincidental, right? So Facebook corporate name is changing to Meta. Right. And so the new corporate over Facebook is going to be meta. And I believe in December, the uh, stock market ticker is changing from FB to MVRS. And that particular, <laughs> I, I think is kind of genius a little bit. And, and full disclosure, I am, a, like I said earlier, I'm a Facebook shareholder. So I do believe in the company. Um, but now that meta is the new company, you know, meta owns Facebook, Instagram, I believe Oculus, WhatsApp, and something else. And so, you know, if there's any negative news associated with Facebook or any one of those other segments of their corporation, you know, folks may not know directly to, you know, about Meta, right? It's almost like a, a, a bait and switch. I kind of like it. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but it is very coincidental that it happened around the same time that this negative news is um, 
inspired. So, you know, I just, I don't know. I find that very fun, funny and fascinating. Um, but let's just jump into the episode. So, stocks to own for life. Again, I want to talk about 10 dividend stocks that I'm following and some other stocks that are in my growth portfolio. These are what I would consider stocks to own for life. Um, so, one thing I want to point out is dividend, um, as a dividends in general, you know, companies offer dividends to their shareholders in many different forms and for many different reasons. Um, and so it's free money, you know, it's, they're, they're providing money back to their shareholders for investing into their company. And so I recently started looking into dividend aristocrats and those are companies that increases or have increased or consistently, uh, offered, um, dividends over a 25 year plus period. Right. And that's not to be confused with dividend Kings who have done it for 50 plus years. Right. So, you know, these are usually well-established and large companies, um, uh, within the S and P 500. And so, um, you know, I, I think looking at a dividends aristocrat essentially is looking into a company who's been around for a while. Granted, I don't think, you know, the stocks price in general will fluctuate as much. Um, and usually not because these are very, again, large, well-established companies. And I'll explain a little bit more about that. So Elon Musk, my best friend in my head, shout out to Wendy Williams for that, um, said recently on a shareholders call, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, where he talked about um, an actual um, a shareholder asked the question specifically, will Tesla offer dividends anytime soon or in the near future? And I love his response. He's pretty much said, you know, companies that pay dividends um, have nothing further to create. So that lets me know that this company has more to offer, more to produce, right? And and again, full disclosure, I'm a shareholder of Tesla, like I said earlier. I do want to make sure I say that. Also, I want to make sure that you guys understand I'm not a financial expert, nor am I a financial guru. You know, these are things that I've done, read, and learned over the uh, course of the years. And so I want to share this information with you guys. So just please keep that in mind. Um, so it's very important to, um, when, I, when you look into stocks or initially thinking about investing to the stock market, to just have some type of plan, right? And so the, uh, I, I hinted to this earlier, but I'll say it now. There are the three areas that I really... I believe in, this is nothing I've read anywhere or gotten from someone else. You know, I believe in three things when I'm investing into stocks and even in particular stock dividend stocks, right? Um, so this, this goes for both the growth portfolio as well as the dividend portfolio. Um, so the question is really, do you believe in that company or that product, right? Do you have a passion for that product or what this company is producing? You know, um, what about the industry that this company competes in? Are you really um, a believer of where this company uh, lies in terms of the competition? And do you see potential for future growth or advancement or acquisitions of another company? For example, purchased Facebook a long time ago, um, you know, but this is shortly after I saw them purchase, I believe it was uh, Instagram and I was like, okay, I see a vision here. I see, you know, not, I know what they're doing internally, but I see they have a plan, right? This is a company you want to get involved with, right? And so those three pillars, I really, really believe in when I'm looking into stocks. Um, 
Also, something I look into is the P.E. ratio. That's the price earnings ratio. Usually companies who are in the S&P 500 have about a P.E. ratio of, this is pretty much on average, 13 to 15, which is a really good number. Um, Some of the companies that I currently have in my growth portfolio and in my dividend portfolio have very large P.E. ratios. But those are not the only, I think, indicators to look into, right? And I'm not saying a company with a very large PE ratio are the ones you want to invest in, right? Because I think it's a balance. And I will, you know, suggest that um, as I go through this list of 10, right? So I have a ticket, ticker symbol, and I just go through all 10 of these real quick here. Ticker symbol NLY. Um, This company is a residential, and you guys can look this up on your own. I won't go through all of that on here. But um, this is a residential and commercial capital management company. You will see a theme here <laughs> about that. Um, this company has a 10.440 dividend yield. Like that is significant. However, the PE ratio is 3.9 or somewhere 3 point something um, that range. So again, companies in S&P 500, which are the top 500 companies in the United States, um, these companies are very large companies in general, but some are, you know, some are also just joining a fray, you know, the latter companies, right? Um, so if you have an average P ratio of between 13 and, and 15, and I'm suggesting you guys, this NLY ticker, sim- ticker symbol NLY is um, 3.5. I'm like, well, that's pre- pretty low compared to the, the S&P average. However, the dividend yield is pretty high. And I checked this company out. Um, they have been investing for quite some time um, in real estate, commercial real estate. I mean, this is this is this is what America's built on, right? You cannot go wrong with real estate investments, right? So, you know, I like the dividend yield of this particular company, so that's why they're li- literally number one on my list. To be honest with you, um, another one that I um, am you know considering or looking at is PSEC. A dividend yield of 8.79. This is a lending investment and private business company. Hint, hint. You see the theme here. PE ratio, again, in the threes. Um, <clears throat> ticker symbol, MSFT, Microsoft. I mean, I don't know if anyone's been sleeping on a rock, but Microsoft has been killing it lately. Killing it. If, it's not even lately. Actually, it's been a while. Um literally killing it. Now the dividend yield is pretty low. It's 0.68. Um, however, their PE ratio is 37 above, well above the S and P 500 average. Um, the, the revenues that Microsoft bring in kills it quarter over quarter. It's, you know, I think people, you know, don't consider, you know, this company is making a lot of money on the back end, right? This company is, I, it's a must-have. If you're looking as a dividend or even a growth portfolio, because I have them in both, um, do know, you know, don't take again, don't don't take this as financial advice, but Microsoft is doing really well. I will offer you to do your own research into Microsoft and all of these companies I'm suggesting here, but you know, the numbers are there, right? Uh next on the list, AAPL Apple. Everyone who knows me knows I have zero Apple products. Uh they're a little bit of blah to me. However, as a person who's investing, I see the success of the company. It's a very smart company. 
and they have really good products that are beneficial for those who are purchasing them, right? And so um, similar to Microsoft, the dividend yield is 0.57, pretty low. PE ratio is 29. Um, it's an amazing company in terms of um, following, if you will. Like the people who purchase their products usually purchase more in other products of Apple. That is a sign, right? Remember those three pillars I talked about? Cap, a company that you believe in. I don't necessarily believe in the products because I don't use it. But hell, you can't live under a rock or you, you need to get from underneath that rock. People love this company, right? This is a, a darling to almost everyone, right? And so I see the value there. I see the potential. Um, in terms of growth, though, you know, I can say it's a, and this stock has been really stagnant um, for quite some time, which is not a problem, right? It's not a bad thing, right? It's a very well-established company. But, you know, I can see them doing so much more, right? I really can see them offering. For instance, there's been a lot of talk in the EV space. Shout out to all electric car vehicle owners out there. Shout out to people who is into EV talk like I am. Um, you know, I, I can really see Apple jumping into the electric car vehicle space, right? Or just putting themselves a little bit beyond the rectangle devices that they keep making over and over, right? Do something a little bit more innovative. They don't have to go out there like a Samsung. Shout out to my company. Um, you know, but they can, they can at least, you know, do, I think, more, to be honest. You know, sitting on all of that cash sounds like someone who's, you know, really um, <laughs> risk averse, <laughs> if you will. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I'll say I think they should do more. Um, shout out to... Um, I can't see the spell this name here, but um, someone talked about who they left Microsoft years ago. I think years ago, Microsoft was um, a little bit on the downside, but I, you know, the new CEO came in a few years ago. He's really turned that company around. Um, and so I think on a back end, and I mean back end, I'm talking about like at the corporate level, the um, server level and web services and stuff like that, similar to Amazon, Microsoft is really doing a good job at that. Um, but, um, you know, as a company, I think it's, it's, it's one that one really wants to invest in. And it's a main stage, similar, similar to Apple as well. Next on my list, KO, Coca-Cola, dividend yield of 2.97, uh, sorry, 2.96 um, at the time I, I pulled this stat. Um, PE ratio of 30. And this is a dividend aristocrat company. In fact, they may even be a king aristocrat. Um, stock market, um, stock price doesn't uh, fluctuate as much. Um, but you don't really need it to fluctuate when you're paying out a dividend year, right? This is a company you want to just continue to invest in, right? O, ticker symbol O, um, uh, dividend yield of 3.95. Um, this is a real estate company. This is one I'm really having my eye on. Um, I don't currently own it, but I'm really intrigued with it. PE ratio, highest yet on my list, 72 pretty damn good uh ticker symbol t that's at&t uh dividend yield this is a aristocrat um company here dividend yield of 8.23 that is very impressive not only that pe ratio of 209 like investing in at&t as a dividend or specifically for the dividend yields i think is a smart move to make um BXMT dividend yield of 7.56. You notice where I'm going with these? All these are pretty high dividend yields here. 
real estate finance company here another uh, item there pe ratio of 12.5 about on an s p average there just close about s bucks sbux dividend yield of 1.70 that is starbucks um and a pe ratio is 44.42 that's even above microsoft pretty good um and last on my list that I'm watching is TGT, dividend yield of 1.13. Pretty low merchandise company. Anyone want to take a guess what that is? Target. If I, anybody knows me, I love Target. Love them. PE ratio of 20.68. I do not currently own Target at all in any manner. Shockingly. Love the company. Um, so these are like the top 10 that I would offer uh, stocks to own for life. And for the reasons I explained, but not just owning some of these stocks, right? It's really about what you can get from this, what you can gain from this. And so before I talk about my growth strategy, I will offer why I think not only just these 10 or just dividend stocks in general are important. Um, my plan is to utilize a few things and make some free money, right? Because who doesn't like free money, right? Right, can I get a shout out in a live in a live chat here? Can I get a shout out? Like free money? No. Uh oh. No? So I would say um, Robinhood has this um, debit account that pays 03 percent. I know, pretty damn low. However, it's still free money, right? So think about investing in um, stock market into dividend stocks. You get your dividend return monthly. In some cases, it's um, um, annually. In some cases, it's quarterly, just depend on the company. Um, so think about that. You get your dividend return for just owning the, sh uh, the stock and however many shares you have out there. And you put it into a Robinhood debits account. That will make you an additional 0.3%. You're getting double free money. You can even have triple free money if you invest into any of these stocks i.e. Microsoft, and now you're gaining a percent on the shares because you, you, you're, you know, the, the, the stock is growing over time, right? And so specifically when I talk about Microsoft, you know, um, since I've had Microsoft um, in my portfolio, I've gained about 40% return. So think about it, 40% return on a stock in my growth and dividend portfolio that's paying me a dividend every, I think they pay every quarter. And I'm putting it in the Robinhood account that makes 0.3% interest, right? Come on, you guys can see it, right? That's free money on top of free money on top of free money, right? As opposed to just leaving the money in your savings account because I'm, I'm scared, right, to invest. And I, none of these things I'm talking about is anything that is extreme or anything that um is risky right um but in general we know the stock market is in my opinion gambling right you take your money out you put it into a company it's essentially gambling right but if i think if you put money into a company you believe in in a company that has potential for growth in a company is an industry that you love everyone knows you notice i didn't say this company on this list at all haven't said it yet but uh, I will um, a little bit later on when I talk about the growth portfolio because that company doesn't pay dividends. Um, you know, I think about those three pillars, 
And I'm thinking I need to be able to make money for my money that's just sitting there, right? And I don't want to do anything crazy. Right? I'm not saying take all of your money. Just, you know, take some money, right? A little bit, right? And over time, you can invest more and more and more, which I will, again, talk about shortly. Um, so the new strategy I have, and I want you guys to join me again on this strategy. I'm going to do it for a minimum of one year, and I will consider, you know, longer strategy. So I have a dollar amount, nothing significant, a dollar amount that I'm taking um, and investing into my Robinhood platform every single paycheck. And that dollar amount, I'm going to purchase more dividend stocks and more. Most likely, it's from the 10 on this list. Um, it may be a few others I may look into. But I'm just going to continue to invest a dollar amount every paycheck for one full year. And to continue. And in some cases, I may even buy more because I think um, a few I may purchase a lot more. But you know, I, I at least minimally want to invest at least a year into this this dividend portfolio. Um, in particular, these 10 and some, again, I've already invested. I want to invest more. The name of the game, if you guys don't, you know, walk away or from this, this discussion with anything else, I'm talking about long-term investments here, right? Buying stocks for life. Ah, maybe a long time, right? But buying stocks for a long period of time. I'm not talking about day trading because I'm not an expert in that. I'm not talking about anything. I'm not talking about options or calls, right? I know about it. I'm not good at that stuff, right? I'm talking about investing on the long run. I'm showing, hopefully you guys can see that, you know, over time, your, your money will make money for you, right? Well above inflation. You know, you want to stay above inflation, right? Um, so that's kind of sort of where I'm going with all of this investing in companies you believe in investing in companies that are is going to and what you hope will make a difference and, and in turn you get dividends in return you could get free money for just having the money sitting on a platform or if you believe you know in the robin hood thing is 0.3 is too low and you can throw that money and return somewhere else in a different platform hey go go for it right um i'm using robin hoods because the platform i'm using right now at the moment um because i believe in this fintech and i think this fintech has a lot of perks and i think the Robinhood platform can have a lot more when the crypto wallet comes on board hopefully soon and hopefully it's free um as well as other financial services that i think Robinhood should pursue um as a company um you know it's it's just a a, a, a i think a really good way of doing it and i hope that you guys would join me on that um journey as well um so my growth portfolio i talked all this time about the dividends portfolio right um now, I'm not specifically going to talk about what's in my growth portfolio. I did mention that I am 90% up in about a year and a half on my growth portfolio. And again, some of the companies are in the twofer who are in the growth portfolio as well as the dividend portfolio. But I will say my growth portfolio, you know, I really want to invest more. I even want to invest more in cryptos, to be honest with you. Let me just tell you a story. I invested in February I took $1,000 and I invested in Dogecoin, right? It was literally going to the moon. Um, and I this I was already in it. Actually, actually that's not right. I was actually invested into Dogecoin before the, almost before the hype, before going to the moon, right? 
I don't know what number it was. It was probably three cents. I think it was three cents when I jumped onto it. Um, and Robin Hood went up and uh, again, I put a thousand in. I got about $800 in profit. I took the profit out. Probably wasn't the best move to make. I probably should have took out my initial investment and left the profit in. Um, but I took out the profit. And then subsequently, I just took out all the rest of it. It was literally two weeks later, made about 800 bucks off it, thinking, oh, great, great success story, right? Two and a half, maybe three months later, that $1,000 investment would have been worth over 15000 right? And so I started to learn then, this is, this is the, I'm not a day trader, right? I don't know the metrics. I'm not paying Motley Fool or some of these other investment companies money every month to provide me insight on what stocks to offer. Nope, 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 not doing that, right? Because I believe in investing companies. I believe in and, and and companies that have potential and that's offering a service. And I started thinking, this Dogecoin don't have anything that is offering, right? It's all hype, right? And nothing is wrong with jumping on a hype train. Do know that is a very volatile situation that may or may not be successful, right? My situation was successful. I watched it for a while. I got out of it. I was a part of the hype train, made some money off it. But that's not always the case. People lose money, right? And so I do think that like Ethereum and Bitcoin, I think those are the cryptos to invest in. And I think it's the cryptos to invest in for a long period of time, three to five years plus, right? Not jump in there, put in some money, next day jumps up, jump out, right? And if that's a strategy, that's cool. Um, I'm not that guy. I think that is a too much for me. I got a full-time job. I don't have time for it, right? I have enough on my brain. I'm also scatterbrained sometimes, so I, I I can't do it, right? It's too much for me. Um, but with the growth portfolio, you know, I I'm in it for the long haul. Again, a dollar amount I want to put in every paycheck, and hopefully over time I can increase that dollar amount every paycheck. My goal is to continue to invest into the stock market, right? Still have my regular savings that I'm in. You know, I'm growing on the outside, right? So I'm again having that balance of how much I want to invest into the market, how much money I want to have, air quotes, liquid on the side when I need the money immediately. You know, I have money into these platforms that you know I I, I wanted to grow and I want to do this for a period of time. And so, um, you know, I hope you guys can join me definitely on that that train ride um, as we talk about this. So I'm looking into the live here. We got some listeners. Um, you guys have any questions? Um, you could chat. Uh, drop them into the the chat window here and I can answer some of them if you like. Um, but, but in terms of like the growth portfolio, you know, I think um, maybe even joining the Discord or if you like, you feel like I really am not that well-versed and I really need help, you know, join a group, right? Just talk to some friends about it, right? Get into a group chat, call it Friends Investments, right? And you guys just talk about investments all the time, right? I'm I'm willing to learn more. I want to learn more about puts and options and calls, right? I know a little bit, right? I definitely don't have enough money in there yet to get to that level, but I aspire to be there. I would like to get more into the calls, right? Um, and options, contracts, and everything. Um, but you know, for now, my main focus, at minimum, for this next year, is to invest every single paycheck, a dollar amount 
into the Robinhood platform to grow both my growth portfolio as well as my dividend portfolio. Again, I talked about the dividends a lot. I talked about how I look at it. You know, PE ratios, I think, are important because it suggests to the shareholders out there um, the potential of earnings for a particular company. Um, it's not a guarantee. Again, none of this stuff is a guarantee. It's just an indicator, right? All indicators or metrics out there provide you with some type of indication that something will go a direction, you know, positive consistency or even lower, right? And so I think it's important to, you know, find those pillars that you are into and to do your own research. There is a company out there. Oh, I probably should have wrote this down on the actual name of the company. And I believe they charge a certain dollar amount. Um, a monthly dollar amount. And I think they're offering right now a 14 day trial. They provide, uh, I probably will put this into the, um, the notes for the episode, but this company, uh, it's, it provides you with the fair share, what they believe is the fair share value or the, the fair number of, um, of the company's, um, target st uh, stock price. And so they offer, you know, so if you're looking at a price of a company and let's say it's like Apple, who's roughly around $150 per share right now. And this company is saying the fair share is, you know, maybe like 170 they offer, you know, so that suggests to, to, to you guys that this company has room to grow, which I do think Apple has room to grow. Um, and I'm just using Apple in this example. Um, but it's very important to, you know, find those key pillars that you believe in, in terms of investing in the stock market. And it definitely, if you are, you know, risk averse and you just, you know, I'm just scared. I need my money to be on the side. Think about this. Having money, a thousand dollars, I'm not doing the calculations. You guys can't, but having a thousand dollars in your savings account, for example, and it's making point something percent. I mean, because I keep saying point something because there's not too many places going to provide you 3% or 4%. There are some CDs out there, though, that could provide you initially for a certain dollar amount. They would, I'm definitely certain they would, they would, these banks would strict you, strict the amount of money you can invest into that particular CD. But usually these are point, I think I looked at one that was 0.45%, right? And that's your return. You know, that return is, below inflation. <laughs> and so, you know, your money's really not making money. You potentially could be losing money, right? Because you, you inflation in terms of cost of goods and services and, and utilities and everything else that goes up annually or, or, or as frequent now because of shortages all over the world. Um, you know, it's important that you just consider that aspect, right? You consider that investing into the stock market or even real estate investment, that's even better. In fact, I would try to have uh, a few friends who are more knowledgeable in this area and on future episodes to talk specifically about real estate investments, right? Even investing into real estate investment companies or real estate in general, like I you know, want to offer that for you guys as well. I definitely want to offer more in terms of stocks, um, get more specifically. I know in the future there's an episode I will cover about savings accounts specifically <laughs> um so stay tuned to that as well um as well as um some really good topics about business technology ev news 
um, that those are like the highlights, things that I love, right? So I wanted to give a high five and a shout out to everyone listening right now. Those who are here in the live, I do appreciate your support. And I do appreciate all of my friends and family who have supported me, who's been on this journey, pushing me, getting me to uh, to this point. Um, I can tell you guys that is tremendous and it really helps me and it mo motivates me to, to try to put out a successful product and also to, to keep going. Right. And I want you guys to be part of this. So, you know, I will do a few more, you know, lives. There's some topics I may not go live, um, but I will do this a lot more. I like be, um, being able to interact with you guys as I'm talking, as well as, you know, offering questions that you guys can even challenge me on some things that, you know, to can change my perspective or even offer a alternative uh, perspective on some things. So, you know, I do want to thank you guys again for being here and for supporting me into the live today. Um, so uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. So uh, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Peace.